Hi, I'm Steve, your host of It's All About Her. It is a show sponsored and inspired by Her Spirit Vodka, the vodka that gives half back to her. I interview women entrepreneurs in different phases of life and business to see what makes them tick and what we might have in common with these successful women. Get ready to be inspired by these great stories. Hello, everyone. In this episode of It's All About Her, you meet Christina, owner of Crate to Table. Crate to Table is a personalized meal planning, grocery shopping, and meal prep service that seeks to give her clients a fresh philosophy using fresh ingredients to promote healthier and happier living. I had a great time talking with Christina, and I hope you enjoy the conversation. Hello, Christina. Hey, Steve. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. Thank you. How are you? Well, you're not fantastic. You're just getting over a cold. <laughs> well, I'm doing the best that I can. I know. Jeez, that stinks. So, <laughs> um, so Crate to Table is your business. Tell me about it. Yes, Crate to Table. What it is, it's a personalized meal planning, grocery shopping, and meal prep service. Um, what I do is I meet with clients. I get to know them and their dietary restrictions. Uh, I go into their homes, and with my tools, I clean, cut, and portion food so it's color-coded and labeled, ready for them to eat when they get home. How long does it take um, during that first meeting to kind of figure out what they're all about? You know, first meetings, I will tell you, Steve, that is my absolute favorite part of my job because it's when I get to really connect and get to know my clients. Um, they range anywhere from one hour to three hours. Wow. And it's where I really get to know them, um, not just about their food um, and dietary restrictions, but really just them as a family. I think it's important for me to know them um, when I'm working so intimately with them in their home. Well, I assume you have really hit it off with some families where you're like, you kind of leave that three-hour meeting that could have been an hour, and you just started talking about life and things in general. Does that happen? All the time. All the time? I will tell you, I've met some of the greatest people in the world um, that are my clients. They've completely inspired me. Um, They're the reason that I keep thinking of new things to bring to the business, and Honestly, they're helping me elevate my life outside a crate to table as well. Nice. And now I only asked you that to ask you this question. Do you ever get a, a client when you meet with them and it's like you just know it's not a fit or or you they didn't quite get what you were trying to do or didn't work? You know, um I'll say I've had that over the phone. I usually do kind of a pre screening call. Um, just to touch base with potential clients and make sure um, they understand what the business is and what the services are that I would be providing. And I think that's kind of where we hash out some of the initial, whether it's going to fit or not. I haven't actually gotten to an in-home consult where it's not worked. Okay. Do you, um, what, how in depth do you get with the food? I mean, are you preparing breakfast, lunch, and dinner for these people or, um, or does it vary? It does vary. I will say, um, I would say 90% of it is going to be dinner meals. Um, I do have a brand new service called Rise to Shine Plate that is breakfast, making sure that, um, you know, families, whether it's the kids or even the parents are getting out the door and making sure that they have, you know, healthy, nutritious breakfast going. Sure. Um, I also offer what we do is a smoothie on the go. um, Oh, really? And that's something that's really nice that helps people as well to be able to get that you know, nutritious daily dose, um, whenever is convenient for them really. Sure. What, um, so when you, uh, how many, when you come in and bring the food and you put it in your Tupperware and it's all prepared, how often do you do that? Is that for the week, the month or? 
Yeah, it is once a week that I come in. Oh, really? Um, Yep, and I can do up to five different dishes. So for some families, I do three main entrees, I do a big specialty salad, and I do a couple of sides for them. Nice. So do you ever get offended when you open the um, fridge and you see a bunch of leftover pizza in there? (laughs) I don't. I don't because I definitely know what that's like uh, to have those cravings for that takeout or just need that convenience. Um, I always want to be able to offer you know, that healthy option, but I also right. understand that's a treat too. And that's part of life. I think that's part of balance. Yeah. I really believe I, I picked up, um, from, a a podcaster I listened to that's a trainer to the celebrities and he's, he talks about, you know, being strict on his program. And, um, but then he, he says, when you go off and, and enjoy life, he calls it putting life in the living. So I like looking at it like that way. Cause you're, then you're not, um, feeling bad about, you know, like, God, Christina's coming over. I got, I've got to hide everything. And the chocolate cake I picked up on the way home because I was having a bad day. So um, so you don't you won't shame me if I have if it's full of if my freezer's full of five tombstones, right? I actually don't. In fact, I'm notorious for bringing donuts and cupcakes to some of my clients just because I do believe in that. I think it's important to take time out and enjoy life. Right, because I don't think your diet should I, – I think whatever your, whatever your diet is, and I know you're not – I know you don't um I mean you don't push diets on anyone, do you? Not at all. Right. And I think diets are something that should be it's not a diet. I, I don't I hate the word diet because diet is however you're eating. So when people go on a, a diet to lose weight, I feel like you know, I'm always on a diet because whatever my diet is, and if you're on a diet a healthy diet, it's got to work it's got to be fulfilling to you. Because if it's not fulfilling it's short term, I think. Absolutely. I 100% agree with you. So what's the benefit? What's the benefit to calling Christina and um, having her do this service for me? Well, you know, I think there's a lot of different ones. I would say the number one benefit for people is time. Um, it's the time saver. Everybody is busy. Everybody has a place to be and things to do. Um, they want to eat healthy, but real food prep it takes time, and it's something that is a very precious commodity, and it's something that I want to offer back to people by taking a necessary task off of their plate. Um, Another thing is I will say traditionally families have about 10 different meals that they go to. Um, They rotate on and off with and then they order in or they go out, um, but they kind of keep, you know, coming back to that same set of dishes. And so Creek Table is another uh, avenue for them to be able to try out new entrees and maybe explore a little bit where they otherwise wouldn't. Do you have your, do you have a favorite? Do you have a favorite dish or go-to meal that, um, out of all the meals you make that are that is yours? Not mine. So I actually, the recipes aren't my recipes. I partner with bloggers across the United States. Oh, that's but smart. I, I will say there is one recipe. It is a coconut lime skirt steak that every single client that has tried it has been hands down in love with. <laughs> really? Now, can I find yeah. that recipe on your website? If I wanted uh, I to try it, I I don't have it on my website posted, but okay. uh, you can always give me a call and I'll be happy to send it over your. I'm way. that sounds uh, that sounds delicious. I mean, anytime you say steak in um, any meal, I guess that sounds delicious to me. But um, so when what inspired you to get this started? I mean, uh, is this your first business? It is my first business, um, and actually, I guess you know what what inspired Crate to Table. Uh, let's rewind about two years, and it was 
kind of a collision of sorts, even though there was one very clear catalyst. You know, I was at that point in my life, Steve, where I was just working at a job to work at a job. And a lot of my life was kind of default. And, you know, I knew I wanted something more, but I didn't really know what it was. Sure. And that summer, I got a big hit of reality when my dad had taken a fall and suffered some internal injuries. So, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, it wasn't fun. He had been uh, diagnosed previously with early onset Alzheimer's, and we hadn't really seen any of the symptoms until after his fall. And in a very short period of time, I watched my dad age, and I watched him no longer be able to run his own business or take care of his own home or even feed himself. Oh. And I guess you could say, you know, I became very aware of the gravity of life. Sure. And that really made me question, you know, what I was doing and was I living the life that I wanted to, or was I just letting life happen to me? And the more I thought about it, I realized, you know, I wasn't living that life. And something in that experience um, of taking care of my dad, you know, going in and, and really getting together with my brothers again um, and being collective as a family, it made me want to be brave and made me want to do something really meaningful. I bet. And, yeah. I mean, that's, um, I really like, I, I love hearing the stories of, um, I don't like the adversity or, or the, um, you know, the traumatic parts of life, but it, when someone, when something good comes out of it, it's pretty, it's pretty fascinating and, uh, special, I think. Absolutely. I a hundred percent agree. And you know, it's funny too, Steve, like if you had asked me three years ago, if this is what I would be, do- would be doing with my life, I think I would laugh and, um, I don't know, I'd still be laughing. Um, but I think about the jobs that I was in and I remember specifically at one of the jobs, I just was repeatedly told like, you care too much, you care too much. Um, and I remember one day that settled with me and I realized that's inherently who I am and that's not going to change. And if I care too much for this position, then I'm in the wrong place. And so it kind of brought me to a place where I had to reevaluate and, and make a decision to go be where I belong. Sure. And so this business is that is, is, um, where someone go, what you did out of, out of, uh, being too caring at the other do- jobs that you've had. Sorry. Can you re- receive that? So this, so this business that you've created, it, that comes from, uh, the caring side of you that, um, didn't work in these other jobs. That's absolutely right. I mean, I believe that that's inherently what Crate to Table is about. You know, I tell every single client, it's about the food, but it's not about the food. It's about you. It's about bringing you up for what's most important, whether it's showing up for your kid's soccer game or if it is, you know, being at your partner's, you know, um, special launch. Right. it's being able to show up for those things. And I believe at our basic core as humans, like the most that we can do is show up for each other. And so it just so happens that the way that I get to do that is through prepping meals, which is something that I love. So how much, how much time do you save a family? I mean, when, I mean, I, you know, when you talk about bringing kids and especially the way um, society is now with sports and these kids sports and activities, I mean, kids are doing, I mean, we used to, when I was a kid, my parents just sent me outside so I could cut, my mom could make dinner and then I'd come back inside and eat. 
and mowing my dad at home. It, that's how it was. But now they're running around till eight o'clock at night, and a lot of times their only choice is probably McDonald's or something um, even more unhealthy if there's such a thing. You hit it on the head, and I mean, there's a twofold answer. Is one of the things that again was driving to table and, and the mission behind it was that I saw this lack of connection and this time for that connection to sit down as a family. I yep. mean, I've been thinking that's what you're saying, Steve, is yep. you were out playing, you know, with the neighborhood, you came in and you had dinner as a family. Right. Um, but also that health aspect to it, you know, that hit me one day. I was at my nephew Brady's baseball game and his dad said, you know, what do you want? Do you want a slice of pizza from the concession stand or do you want to drive through somewhere? And I just looked at him and I was like, I can solve this. We can do this. Right. We can have, you know, fresh meals that are that are prepared for you. Um, so you don't have to always fall to that default. Right. Especially, I mean, the only, I mean, there wasn't a healthy choice in there. And then you get to the point where you consider Subway a healthy choice. And it's <laughs> like, okay, wait, hold on a second. My mom <laughs> used to put potatoes in a um, water and boil them and then make meat and some vegetables. Yep. So, yeah. It was, uh, it seems simple, but the life was a lot simpler back then. I mean, I think parents are working till, you know, five o'clock to sit in traffic and then they get home and pick up the kids and go to sports. Absolutely. And even when you think about just running to the grocery store, so you just had to pick up three items. I mean, that, right. alone, that trip can take you 30 minutes, 45 minutes, depending on where you're going. And if you're hitting traffic. Yeah. Right. Every night. Well, that's I, I go through this every night um, because I, my wife and I'll, my wife and I will come home and it'll be like, what's for dinner? And uh, it'll be like, well, I'll have to go get groceries. And that's a deterrent. I mean, there's so you, I think what you're providing is for people not to have to um, make those wrong choices every time. I'm like, well, either go to the grocery store or order pizza or order something in or go out and eat. So. That's, I think that's a neat I, – I like your business. I think it's cool. Thanks, dude. I, can't, I probably can't afford it. Um, uh, is it expensive? Um, you know, it, I do have different price points. Yeah. Um, but it is considered a luxury service. Yeah, because you're um, – I mean, you don't have to – I mean, you're saving money. Um, I mean, time is money. So you're not going to the grocery store for three hours a week. Do you ever – do you have a total of what you save? what you save um, in hours for a, um, a table customer in a week? I would say four to 10 hours a week. Nice. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's valuable time because that's the, um, that's the afternoon to evening time Absolutely. when we're at the end of the day and tired. So, yep. and you don't, like you said, it's, it's already planned out. When I work with my clients, we have meals planned out two months in advance. So that's oh, something wow. that they have it on their calendar. It's done. They sit down once and select what meals they want um, and it's, it's ready. Like they know what to expect. Um, there's no surprises and, um, hopefully it does, uh, save them that time and, and they can spend it somewhere more valuable. Yeah. Have you had any, um, women role models in, um, along the way? I absolutely have. Um, I would say my biggest role model, um, is my mentor. Her name is Christy Lee. Yeah. She, I actually met her at a friend's wedding a couple of years ago and asked her if I could come work for her because I knew I was supposed to learn something from her. And she said no. <laughs> really? And I kept being very persistent with her. And finally, she said yes. And so, um, yeah, I 
I have had this mentorship with her now going on three years. Really? And, and what, when you say mentorship, what does that mean? I mean, I, I think it means different things for a lot of people, but, um, what does it mean for you as far as, um, what it, what it really is? I think, um, the mentorship to me is really about having a meaningful relationship that is intentional on helping, um, usually one another to grow for our mentorship. It's been her, you know, really knowing who I am as a person, uh, I guess, personally, as well as professionally Sure. being able for us to have that relationship that is open enough for her to call out any truths and any criticisms. And for me to know that they come from a place that, you know, only seeks my benefit and wants to help me. Right. Um, I think it's really important to have that kind of honesty when it comes to a mentorship. And I think a lot of times, you know, we just, we want to be friends with everybody and some of the feedback that we need to have is hard. Um, It is. It's it's hard to tell someone what they need to hear and, um, and to say it to yourself, I mean, you have to say it to yourself um, when you're giving that advice is, am I doing this for the right reason? And and are they even going to care? So I guess when you get in that mentorship role, you're in a role that you know that that person's has your best interest at heart, I guess. Absolutely. And she is, she has been that person. Um, I'll tell you, Steve, ever since I started create table, she actually wrote my business plan with me and every week she mentored me, whether it was over the phone or via Skype or FaceTime. Um, If I have a question and I don't know the answer, uh, you know, I know that I can, I have a safe place to go to ask that and not feel stupid and not feel, not feel judged. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think that's the, I think people really, um, asking for help is one of the most valuable things for an entrepreneur. And it's, um, I think the most successful ones are the ones that go out and ask other people, um, how, how what do you do? How do you do it? How does it make it work? I, I'm, you know, um, I feel like sometimes I have a childlike view on things and um it but it's funny how you're not far off sometimes on on what you're supposed to be doing and what you're actually doing when you ask somebody that's been there. Yeah. Yeah. And and it's exciting too, I think. Um, you know, I I started that I would say when I started Create a Table, I started asking every entrepreneur that I had come across, you know, what's one thing that you wish you had known? And that's been really fun too, just to, to learn um, and glean the wisdom from others that have walked before you and to know that they, they have so much to offer. And when we ask, I think more often than not, they are so generous with that wisdom. Right. I, everyone makes mistakes when they're starting a business and would have done something different. Is there something that, that you did that you would have done differently looking back? Hmm. Hmm, putting you on the spot there, Christina. No, that's <laughs> <laughs> it's good. Um, no. All right, yeah, that's I fine. Don't, yeah, maybe you made no mistakes. That would be good. <laughs> no, that's not it at all. Well, if it no, comes, <laughs> I would say actually I have one, Steve. All right, what is? Um, it? There was a time when I had overcommitted myself. It was a really hard lesson for me to learn because I basically planned myself uh, in two places at once. When I started yeah. Create Table, I had three supplemental jobs. And oh I think the reality is knowing that you can do anything, but you can't do everything. And right. that was something that 
was really hard for me to learn because I, I have a certain stubbornness about me, <laughs> which can prove to be good sometimes. But, right. Um, other times it's a downfall. And that one it was because I let down somebody who was incredibly important to me and I let down myself. And, um, yeah, I think that yeah. that is something that I would have done differently was um, taking smaller steps and... Are you is that are you better at that skill now? Because it is a skill to be able to say no and and manage what you can really handle. Um, are you are you are you good at that today? I would say I'm not great. I'm still growing, and it's definitely something that I seek out um, the advice of many mentors for that because I know sure. there's a limitation, and I know it's a blind spot on my part, and I also know that I am not a patient lady. <laughs> Like I like to go, I like to go hard, um, and sometimes it's just about stepping back. And well, I think it's really it's. I, I think we all can look at our strengths, and we know them. And sometimes even our strengths are weaknesses. But to know what we're not good at, or what we're doing, or you know, and I don't think you're doing it, but I like I have a personality that there's certain things that I know I need to stay away from. Because um, it's not good for my business or it's not good for how I react with people. Um, mm-hmm. But just knowing that because so many times, you know, when you look back and you had these issues and you know it happened for a reason. Something's going on in my in my brain or my personality that's different that I need to use as a benefit or um, know when not to use it in situations. So, yeah, I think it's a – I mean, it's always a self-reflecting thing. I think that really helps us um, know ourselves and be better at in life and business. Yep. Yep. I agree. So, um, I already know the answer to this question, but I'm still going to ask you it. Do you love what, do you love what you do? Steve, I love what I do so, so much. I I can tell. And it it comes through and I'm sure, um, you're going to be successful, but if you, if your business was 100% successful, what would it look like? What does it look like to you when you look down the road? You know, um, I think it's being able to eventually hire and and support fellow women. I mean, that's part of my my hope for Create to Table. As my mentor had poured into me, I want to continue that legacy. Um, I would love for the business that I've created to help sustain families. You know, I want it to be um, be payroll that's going into helping a family succeed and grow. Sure. Um, I, I right now am greater twin cities area. Yeah. I would love to have multiple, um, multiple food preppers <laughs> out there with me. Uh, right now I'm still a one woman show. And yeah. so I'd love to have some people working beside me out there and serving our communities. Is this all, is this all you're doing now? Are you 100% in this business or do you have other supplemental businesses or uh, jobs? I'm 100% in, in this business now. Wow, that yeah. is, that's got to feel good. It is kind I mean, of incredible. We, yeah. Well, that's awesome. Um, well, is there any advice you would give to um, any women out there wanting to start a business? I think the greatest thing I would say is stay curious. If there's something that you're interested in, you know, don't be afraid to go chasing down that rabbit hole. And I would say know yourself and know what it is that you bring to the world that no one else can. Sure. Because that, that is the gift. I mean, that's what my mentor has always sh- said to me. She said, 
you know, everybody has a gift and it's up to them what they do with it. Um, if we're lucky enough, it will line up with something that we love doing and we'll care for others as well. That's awesome. Well, I really appreciate the time. And um, did you have fun? I had a great time, Steve. All right. Well, <laughs> I mean, this is my first podcast, not um, not in a bar. We're Skyping this. And um, it was it was, it was was different for me, but I, I, it's the same conversation. I really appreciate it. I appreciate it so much. And thank you so much for all the work that Her Spirit is doing. It's really, really a privilege to be part of um, what you guys are doing. Yeah, it's going to be a fun ride. Well, thank you very much, and you have a you have a great day. You too, Steve. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks to Christina for the great conversation. Check her out at createtotable.com. Be sure to click on all her social media links. Huge thanks to you for listening. If you want to help this podcast out, please give us a review on iTunes. Be sure to tell your friends if you like the show. If you don't like it, keep it to yourself. Talk to you next time.